In a world where women continue to break through glass ceilings, shatter stereotypes and redefine success, there are so many stories just waiting to be heard. And that is exactly what this podcast is all about. I'm your host, Katie Williams, and in each episode, we'll sit down together with inspiring female entrepreneurs from diverse industries, backgrounds and stages of their journey. We'll explore the lessons they've learned, the obstacles they've overcome and the advice they have for those who might be ready to take a leap of their own. I cannot wait to dive into the day-to-day realities of running a business, often while juggling other roles like being a mum or working multiple jobs. You can expect honest conversations, valuable advice and a whole lot of inspiration. So grab yourself a cuppa and let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Small Biz Society, the podcast. I'm Katie, and today I'm joined by the lovely Kezia. Hello, Kezia. Would you like to start by telling us about you and what you do? Hello, uh, I'm Kezia. I run Creations by Kezia in my Essex studio in a house I share with my husband and two very busy little boys. I love and- that. You, you say it like <laughs> it's like a house <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, we do like each other most of the time. Um, <laughs> and I make personalised gifts, mostly drinkware. Amazing. So what's your background? Like, How did you get into doing what you're doing now? Um, so I, I've always been into art. I've always made things growing up. I really wanted to be a fashion designer, so I went to London College of Fashion, got a fashion degree, um, had jobs in retail for 20 years on the shop floor, and then stopped working when I got pregnant with my older son. So that contract ended, and then I was really sick in the pregnancy and thought, oh, I can't even go to an interview, let alone hold down a job. So... I stayed at home with him and the idea was to stay home till he was two and then you'll go to nursery and I'll go back to work. But I'd been making things all through college, customising clothes, making cards, greeting cards, um, alterations for clothes and like home furnishings. So like I'd alter and make bedding for people. Amazing. I've done loads of things. Um And then when he was about one, I made bunting for a friend's baby shower. So then started making, I think he turned one the following month, maybe, or I'm not sure, around that time. So I started making bunting for every event we had for him, continued doing greetings cards. So we'd do those. It was like a hobby, but I'd have orders, but loads. Um, And then went into like commissioned painting. So... I'd say done probably, it all. yeah and there's probably things I've forgotten so he's about to turn eight and I'd say um probably till he was about five six I've it's mostly been like bunting and cards and then I got a cricket machine and my cousin who's a teacher asked me to make um like put vinyl on bottles for all the kids in her class as a gift Oh, lovely. I used the cricket to make cards and I had no idea what to do. And I said, yeah, I'll do that. Like, uh, I'll work it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I just never looked back. I was absolutely hooked and just loved doing anything related to vinyl. 
Um, I've continued to have the card ordered, but I just, because there's so much you could do with the cricket, I, I feel like my cards improved, but then I couldn't meet the standard I set myself. I just Right. wanted the cards to be like so elaborate, but and you know this as well, but you couldn't justify the time you put into the card. Yeah. I've gone back and forth probably about 18 months now saying to people I'm not doing cards I'm doing cards I'm not doing cards and if anyone else says even up to like two days ago someone would say oh I'm bringing out greetings cards I'm like oh I'm gonna do that and I'm like
I've seen things online, but I want to give you the business. So she'll always come back to me. So That's that's really really nice as well. Yeah, knowing that people can go elsewhere, but they choose to come to me. That's that's really nice feeling. It is. It's the best feeling, isn't it? When yeah. you know that, yeah, you've got that repeat. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're happy. That's brilliant. Do you have uh, a favourite product that you make? Uh, probably, can you see behind me? Probably yeah. like glass mugs at the top. Oh, yeah. I've got one. I've got one here. This is inspired by my son because I like donuts. He said one day, Mom, I love you more than donuts. I put it on a mug. <laughs> so any, any glass mug, I really like how they look. So um, I'd always find mugs and instead of just expanding on the mugs I have, I just keep finding new designs all the time because mm. they're like a magpie kind of. Yeah. <laughs> With them, it's just really fun and you can't have too many mugs, can you? <laughs> no. My <laughs> husband would say otherwise. I <laughs> I was looking at an- another mug the other day from... um. Uh, I've got one from an artist and I, I was thought I'd just have a quick look at her other range mm-hmm. and he saw me browsing and was like you don't need any more mugs I don't think you can have too many no I don't <laughs> luckily mine has, my husband hasn't complained but I get jealous of him because I've made him some mugs that I don't have the design and I'm like oh I'd really like this mug I need to make myself yeah. one. <laughs> I don't have the space for more though <laughs> no I know and I, last time I got something I actually cleared some stuff out of the cupboard so mm. I think technically I probably do have space yeah that's at least justified it yeah definitely more. I might do that <laughs> <laughs> um so on the flip side have you had any products that haven't sold haven't quite worked out as well as you thought they would yeah I've had loads so Often how they start is I might make something as a gift for someone or something for one of my kids. And I think, oh, this is really good. And then I put it in the shop and there's just nothing. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I have thought, but I can't think of one. But I do have a lot that haven't sold and I've got excited about or I've seen other people selling and they just don't. So, But you can't. I think the type of work I do, you just can't predict what no. people will sell. And just because someone else is sold, you know, we all have different customers. It doesn't mean that my customers would buy it. So yeah. But that, do you make to order? I do make to order. I'm staring away from that a bit. I want to do more collections now. Yeah. Because, again, I, I get more joy out of the collections. Mm-hmm. And every made to order order is completely different yeah it's not really things I can bulk buy because I might never get someone ordering that again so yeah it's disheartening when you love a product and you've seen other people love it but then you get no sales but you can't take it personal no yeah that's that is stepping back a little bit isn't it and knowing it's you know it's not a personal thing it's just Mm -hmm. it's just life (laughs) it is so how do you juggle your business as well as being a mum to (laughs) two little ones (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's quite hard I use um 
what's the word? I use like mental tools that I used in retail. Okay. So a lot of the places I worked, we'd have a, a diary, like we'd work shifts. So you'd need a diary to hand over notes. So it's just natural to me to use a diary to yeah. record what I do. If it's not on the list, I don't remember. You know, like I'd go food shopping and my son would say, oh, you forgot this. I said, if it's not on the list, it's not happening because I don't remember it. I so, relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I use diaries. I use um, the notes app on my phone if I'm out because I don't my, my diary is massive. I, I don't take this out with me. Um, and just try and prioritize. My kids come first. So it's about what they need first. And then all the house admin. But um, I've given myself a lot of grace recently. So my little one has just started nursery a couple months ago. And I thought, okay, I'll get all the jobs done. And after the second day, I was like, no, I'm not doing housework. When he's not here, I'm doing things for me. Yeah. So I'm going to watch the things on TV that are not for kids or it's just a bit crappy, but I love it. Yeah, um, I'm going to work on my business. So with the juggling, I try and put the kids first, then house stuff. My business is more or less always bottom. Unless I've got orders, then, you know, they'd come a bit higher. But I have to work around my kids. So I do a lot when they're napping or at school. Or if I'm busy with orders, I'm up late, like till So you're quite a late. Yeah, uh, I'm a night owl. Now. I've always been like that, even with college work. I'm not the person who would wake up early to finish an, an assignment. I hate having to wake up early for mm. anything. I'd rather stay up late. I've, I've just I've just been like that for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I struggle I, with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're tired when I'm like, Katie, talk to me. You're like, yeah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I... Yeah, Katie, just disappeared. <laughs> I go to bed probably about probably get into bed recently I've been trying to get into bed for 10 and then I'll like listen to an audiobook for 15 20 minutes but this morning I woke up knackered and I'm like do I need to try and go to bed earlier because the only time when I wake up and I don't feel knackered is at the weekend and I'm not having to get up early but I don't want to go to bed even earlier and especially when you know Rob Rob works a couple of late shifts so he doesn't get home till eight so if I then go to bed not yeah. that long after, there's just yeah, it, it's yeah. it's hard. It's this hard. Week I've gone to bed about that time, ten, which is like early to me. I think I just lose track of the time. Mm. So like when we get in from school run and stuff, it's all that you know, food, homework type of stuff. And then I'm like, okay, now everything's done. Like I can chill. And then I should be putting my kids to bed, but I'm like, I'm really relaxed now. I don't want to move. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah, I sort of like let them get away with it a bit longer, like watching TV for a bit longer or something, because I'm I'm chilling or I'm into watching something. (laughs) So obviously, you said you. I was going to ask you how you planned your time, but you've got your you you do like a bullet journal, don't you? Yeah. And is that do you plan your time for when you have your time to work? Or do yeah. you sort of wing it a bit when you when you know you've got that time? So if there's so on a nursery day, I would definitely do some sort of work. Recently I've done 
like Instagram lives and I'd like to do those more regularly because I'm really productive in that time having other people working with me um but there was one week where I really wanted to go live and I thought no I think I'll be more productive if I just get my head down ignore everyone um so I try and schedule in work on the nursery days because I know I'm going to be uninterrupted for like a chunk of time that's the only time I can really plan because yeah. if I say like I'm here with one like the youngest one I'd say okay I'm going to do this like in the living room while he's playing it's just not guaranteed my kids are quite unpredictable you know he could be quite needy that day or I just want to enjoy that time with him so I don't I just don't put the pressure on myself it's not worth it because I then end up resenting everyone in the house I'm in a bad mood I just can't do anything so it's just nursery days that I plan really to do work everything else is just whenever I get the time yeah no that's fair enough because it it is I I think sometimes I I love planning I love making to-do lists but there I was time blocking for a little while yeah. I stopped doing it because if I didn't get that thing done, mm. you then kind of feel worse, don't you? Yeah. You don't get yeah. it done. So I just changed it where I had this list and I was like, right, okay, I will just figure out on a certain day what I can do or what I'm in the mood for. Or if I'm tired and I don't want to film a reel. No, that's, that's the other thing that you could have all the ideas and then you're like mentally or physically not up to it as yeah. the task might be you just might not be up to it I think yeah. you need to listen to your body as well in those times yeah definitely um so t- uh, talking about filming content do you enjoy social media do you enjoy creating yeah, content <laughs> yeah I love it yeah but it's it's quite funny because every single app that's come out I feel like I don't like I don't like bandwagons so if everyone's talking about something I'm like nope I don't even want to hear about it. Um, so every app I've been late to it, like mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, but I really got into the apps from sharing things about my kids. And then yeah. like I lost about three stone a couple of years ago. So I had a separate account for that as well. Amazing. So social media comes quite easy to me. Like my dad does photography so I love taking pictures because of him and then you know kids have milestones so there's always something to share so I think because of that and then I started sharing things I make you know yeah. made for the kids so I'd say social media comes quite easily to me yeah do you plan what you post or do you to, to an extent so I could like list like these are things I've made recently or this is what's happening. So this is what I want to share. So I've always got drafts like in reels, but then it's like the time to share it. Um, I think sometimes the app's not cooperative, so you can't schedule your stuff, which is really hard. Um, So I always have, I think I always have a bank of things to share but I'm not rigid with it at all. And I like to share in the moment. Um, Mm. If my kids are sick, I want to say my kids are sick. I don't want to be like, I don't know, like I don't want to share something really positive if that's not how I'm feeling. Yeah. And my social media is about 
sharing the highs and lows I want to be honest about stuff so absolutely I quite like sharing spur of the moment you know moment things so I could wake up today and be like oh I should really share about this mug and then I could go into a funk or I can't get anything done and I'd rather share that I can't do anything today because I think it makes other people feel less alone when they yeah. feel like that as well you don't no one's life is happy and perfect all the time so I think that's more relatable isn't it absolutely I think it's the best way and I think when I when I share the the crap sometimes like I'm feeling rubbish or I'm tired or I've had a bad night with the kids or something I think I think a lot of mums follow me and I think a lot of mums like relate to that (laughs) or they relate to like the anxiety or the ADHD-ness and it's like yeah that's you feel more normal don't you whereas if you don't share it you don't realize other people are going through are going through the the same stuff or similar yeah yeah you need people to bounce solutions or solutions off and just vent sometimes as well oh absolutely (laughs) (laughs) we all need a vent yeah um okay what keeps you motivated when it, it all gets a little bit too much uh my kids probably they're like little characters and they're like always happy I I could be there in a mood and they'll just come like laughing and like how are you always so happy um so that will help you forget what you're going through and often you realize oh it's not really that big a deal it's not that important Mm. so they're great for reminding me why I do stuff but also I closed my business temporarily last year and within days I was like, oh, I, I need to get back in there. I realised I needed it mentally. Yeah. And if I don't do something related to my business every day, I don't feel quite right. So it could be a simple, it could like go from extremes. It could be making a full cup or something or processing an order or it could just be emptying the bin in the office but I know I've come in here so I feel like oh this is my space I feel a bit more like me so I need to do something connected to it or just like being around my community I think I'm on Instagram quite a lot of the day because there's always conversations happening or you know you're not in a mood so you, you look at someone's story and it makes you laugh or something so yeah, my kids and my business, they they motivate me mostly, yeah. That's amazing. And my husband, like... <laughs> <laughs> I like how you dropped him in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> between... Because I feel like I don't mention him a lot, but he's quite a significant part of it. Um, He and my mum are quite, like... It's like a tough love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The way they deal with things there's no time to be like woe is me I can't sit moping all day with them because they'll be like right what are you going to do about it you know so my husband helps me have perspective and think about whether things are worth stressing about you know so like don't sweat small things Rob's quite like that actually yeah more it's like a pragmatic kind of thing I'm yeah, very it's very logical yeah yeah I'm very emotional very sensitive mm-hmm. 
and he's always like you need to take the emotion out you need to take, you're so emotional take, I'm like ah. <laughs> I'm like dying inside <laughs> like really not that big a deal <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard though isn't it sometimes like we can't we can't always control our emotions and it's that whole um you shouldn't feel bad about feeling a certain way it's just I mean if it's if it's a bad thought it's just processing that and getting out the other side not staying in that like mm. rut as it is um but yeah it's emotions hormones it's all yeah. just you do I think you do realize after oh, it wasn't such a big deal but in the moment you don't do you you're just so consumed <laughs> yeah yeah I'm I, I might have been there once or twice before <laughs> <laughs> once or twice this week maybe <laughs> yeah or today <laughs> yeah <laughs> Do you have any uh, big goals for your business for the future? What are your What are your plans for yeah. creations by Kezia? Yeah, I was on I was on a Zoom call about this yesterday, so it's like fresh in my head. Um, so I sell on Etsy, but I'd love to have my own website. Like, even without all the drama of Etsy, that's a whole other topic. But I'd like, to, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have my own website. Um, I had a blog, I started a blog years ago about losing all the weight. And so I kind of have a platform there already. Yeah. And I got quite a good response from that without even really promoting it. So I think now where I know so many more people in like small business industry, I think it will be quite good to like restart the blog, but more about what I'm doing and often my captions are just too long so I think they would make a good blog post <laughs> okay see I quite like a long caption my mine are quite yeah, often quite long yeah but um yeah I quite enjoy it I quite enjoy the writing and the yeah, yeah. I never feel like someone's gone on too much I might not be in the mood to read one at that time but I'd go back to it yeah but if someone has no caption I'm like what is this what 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 are we seeing what am I meant to like I just get so confused I'm like what is it <laughs> yeah absolutely so I'm used to doing the caption so love to do a blog and then start a mailing list because if I lose everything I've lost everyone you know um, that's an important then, one definitely yeah and then a YouTube channel oh love to do um studio vlogs yeah that's exciting yeah. are these um like plans for the near future or just at some point in the future yeah so mailing list I think I could do quite soon mailing list and blog um I need to think about whether I'm just going to delete that last blog and do it on the same thing or just start again and then my husband works in IT so really Amazing. I should um get his help with my website and we've actually said like this year we really need to try and get schedules together and do it so I think website could be like more like the middle part of the year but I think it is achievable um YouTube I also think like later on in the year yeah um I've had issues with my YouTube account because I switched phones and I've lost loads of stuff so I've got to look into that but 
if you like my YouTube is taken over by my son with all his subscriptions I can't even find people I want to look at because it's all his stuff so I feel like I just want to start fresh and just have my own thing anyway yeah um another thing I'd love to do is calligraphy there's quite a lot of products I make that I'd I'd rather do my own writing on than be weeding out vinyl mm, um yeah I could go into like DTF but I need like different equipment and stuff for that so I'd I think calligraphy is something I could start in the near future as well. Oh. And so many things. It's just always so, you know, when you're surrounded by people that do different things, you're like, oh, I want to try that. I want to do that. That is yeah. me. That's it. I, you know, I've, I've, I've done that. I've done lots of different products um, mm. for Mama Bear, like over the last four yeah. years. Um, and yeah, I see things. I'm like, I want to try that. Oh, I could make that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to do this. But yes, it is. It's just, I think it's, it's fine. It's trial and error. It's finding what yeah. you enjoy doing, what, um, what you're willing to do for your business. And then what maybe is just going to be a hobby. Yeah. And I'm at a stage now where I think if something doesn't sell, I feel like I can move on from it quite quickly or there's no interest. I'm not going to waste time yeah. on it. I even said to someone yesterday, like a group of people, um, so someone else makes a product and I said, like, I think your products are so good that I've stopped doing that product. And someone else said, what? I said, yeah, mine weren't great. And they said, but you said earlier that there's room for all of us to do things. And I said, yeah, but it's also OK to know when your thing is just not up to par and you just should not do that thing. And I make lots of other things. I'm I'm over it. I'm done with it. I'm I'm over it. <laughs> But I don't, I don't come to that straight away. It's like months of back and forth. Maybe yes, no, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sad, but yeah. Mm, no, that's an, in that's an interesting one. I, yeah, I get, I get that. I do get that. I don't, I don't I think, think you should stop anything because someone else is making it. Oh, but no, if you're not happy yeah, I with the quality or something like that, yeah. then that's. Yeah, and I didn't want to have my name attached to it and I showed people they were like oh but you could still you could. I'm like no I don't want to be associated with that that's not my standard and yeah I've even had family I've made I've been making things for other people and they say oh I'll have that and I said no but if I if it's not good enough for this person it's not good enough for anyone I I don't because you, someone might end up seeing you with it and think that's my standard so yeah. I've been told I'm a perfectionist with <laughs> with my products, but I think you need to have a standard. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. that was kind of drilled into me, like even this is like 20 odd years ago in fashion college, you know, mm. you your things have to be a certain standard. So that's quite hard if I go shopping and clothes aren't stitched well. I'm like, I could never submit this, you know. So <laughs> good to have standards. Yeah, definitely. All right. Shall we do the quick five five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your biggest inspiration? I'd say personally, I'd say my mum, because my mum worked full time as a teacher, but had the time to bring up three kids. Well, my mum was married, but I just feel she was really selfless with raising us. And I, I've realised that in becoming a mum, how yeah. much she did for us before herself. 
Um, and she just would never complain. She'd just get on and I want to complain. I don't <laughs> <laughs> like she just took a lot in her stride. I think she's had to do that from being a child. So that's she's made me think, okay, some things you just have to let go, you just have to do, especially for your kids. Yeah. So personally, my mum, and then with business, Emily Harvey, which is how we met through yeah. Patreon. Um, I've been back to Emily's original vlogs quite a lot to watch her like juggling with her son as a baby. And that's really inspired me and shown me um, things might not always go to plan, but you can achieve dreams. You just persevere, you know, your the road might change the path but just keep going and I think if I'd given up on my business the many times that I've wanted to I'd just really be disappointed in myself so and I think it's inspiring for my kids as well you know my son's got really excited when I'm close to getting more followers or he hears the cha-ching yeah. you know so it's all those things and normalizing that our jobs are normal and we can be successful as well as people working nine to five traditional jobs yeah yeah so no, those... that's lovely <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite business book no I don't have the time to read <laughs> I've not read a book in about four years so no <laughs> do you have a favorite business podcast I kind of like Katie's podcast I really love your podcast thanks I find it really inspirational and that everyone's been so different but you can take something from every episode I've really enjoyed it oh I'm so glad I've got another one but it's not around anymore it's called uncut so it was three different makers one of them won the sewing bee a few years ago um so it might have been around lockdown I only had one son then and I remember listening every week like taking him to school going home sitting at my desk and listening to this podcast um and they all sew clothes so my degree is in making clothes but I've got no inclination of making clothes but I love to see other people do it yeah Um, but they talk about different crafts and then they interview people that they interviewed people that did different crafts as well so that was really inspiring but they okay. stopped doing it in September I think okay yeah. that's a really good one for makers I'll have a look yeah what's your guilty pleasure uh tv reality tv um I've not watched it in a long time but Kardashian like they make you realize how normal you are <laughs> <laughs> things like that Kardashian like Towie, um made in Chelsea there's just like a whole other world but it's it's quite good escapism and you don't have to think about anything you know you could just switch off mm. daily problems yeah um, I think you and me both quite like EastEnders that's another podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like EastEnders <laughs> <laughs> um okay what's your favorite biscuit I've realised I'm not a big biscuit person. I I prefer the texture of, like, chocolate or cake. Okay. Um, 
but my favorite biscuit would probably be shortbread. Mm. I think it's really Like indulgent. a nice chunky one, shortbread Yeah. finger. Yeah. I shouldn't have that because it's like really buttery. And I'm still, so good no, I'm still breastfeeding <laughs> and my son's got a dairy intolerance. So oh no <laughs> I think I've seen like effects on him if we have certain dairy foods. So if I buy a packet, I can't just have one and put it away. You want a few. So of course yeah, but I love, it just feels like luxurious, I think. yeah It's not, it's not a basic biscuit. <laughs> no definitely not a basic biscuit <laughs> What's yours? See, I love biscuits. I love Yeah. all biscuits. I think I normally, when people ask me, I think I say like a, a Kit Kat, which I know isn't technically a biscuit, Yeah. but a Kit Kat with a cup of tea, Yeah. I love it. Love it. So yeah, probably like something chocolatey and biscuity. Yeah. I like a chocolate malted milk as well. Oh yeah, I do love a malted milk. Yeah. Or a hobnob. Yeah. I'm not fussy, as long as there's no, like, I don't like chocolate and orange mixed. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not fussy. My kids quite like party rings and Oreos. We all, Mm. almost always have those in the house. I wouldn't say no to any of it, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> That's why that question's there, because you that love is. Yeah. It is. I do. God. <laughs> All right. What is one piece of advice you'd give to somebody just starting out in business? <laughs> oh, I don't think you could give just one. Um... I'd say do do things you love. I've I've been like suggested by people a few times to make things. I'm like, I won't enjoy that. So and I think after having jobs that I didn't particularly love, like in retail, I don't think I should have to do something I don't love. Absolutely Um not. and I think surround yourself with people doing similar or in the industry. I think it's good to be inspired. But um One phrase I used with like when I was losing weight and I think it's quite important in business is to stay in your own lane. Um, like be aware of what's going on, but focus on you. And I think I've had the best results in everything when I just focus on my own path. And then another one, which you shared yesterday, but it's been like a mantra to me since about September, is feel the fear and do it anyway because Yeah. i think in business we could be scared of so many things of failure and of success but i think from around september i just thought yeah i'm not sure about this but i'm gonna try it anyway because what's the worst that can happen Exactly. and it's it's just been like really liberating i feel like much more confident just thinking in that way and what if it goes wrong what if it's not really wrong you know it's you just have to have fun along the way really so yeah that's another one I love that. That's amazing. And it's really true. Like, what is the worst that's going to happen? You don't make a sale or you look a bit silly, not really but not really that who bad cares? at the end yeah <laughs> love that. Okay, <laughs> let us know where we can find you. so I have an Etsy shop I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook, and everything is under Creations by Kezia.
So Facebook, I've got a Facebook page, but I also have a private group and there I share more sneak peeks with people. I ask for people's input and I often ask for tested products so you could try out something before it comes to my shop. If it doesn't come to my shop, you get an exclusive. <laughs> amazing that's amazing i will um i will leave all your details in the show notes and um, thank you so much for coming on today it's been lovely talking to you <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's episode i hope you enjoyed it and i will see you in the next one thank you again so much for listening to today's episode i really hope you enjoyed it if you did please consider leaving a review and make sure you're following me so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're interested in being a guest yourself, just reach out and we can have a chat. All the details of where you can find me are in the show notes of each episode. So let's connect and I can't wait to see you next time.